Hey y'all, and welcome back to another episode of Romantically Lit, a podcast that features two undercover hopeless romantics who kiki and review different Black romance novels across the diaspora. I am Hana. And I'm Odelia. And on this week's episode, we continue our discussion of Tia Williams' novel, The Perfect Find, particularly chapters 9 to 14. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome and thank you for tuning in. But before you move on, we highly suggest you listen to our previous episode on The perfect find so you have a basis of the different characters and the plots that we are going to be discussing on today's episode and matter of fact while you're at that you might as well just check out our other episodes on equally romantic books such as honey and spice seven days in june another tia williams uh, gem of ours and yinka where's your husband we love all our reviews and we know you love them too so let's dive into this one Okay, I'm just looking at Blue Dancing. I'm upset. Why? Because I wanted that. Okay, anyway, here we are. All right, folks. Thank you as a for my lovely co-host as she said, welcome back. Bienvenue, as they say in Paris. Welcome in, as they say in Berlin. Like, okay. Anyways, welcome. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in a good mood. Are you in a good mood? I'm in a great mood. Okay. Um Yeah, so let's get into Let's get into this one, y'all. You know, bilingual queens as we are. What is bilingual about any of the queens here? Um, child, anyway, I do my duo. Okay. I'm okay. gonna streak. We moved. Um, anyway, so we're gonna start off on chapter nine. So where did we leave Jenna Jones, our so main character? Last time um we saw Jenna Jones, she was arguing with somebody young enough to be her son in a new york taxi on a very sweltering hot day yes and they talking about how one has mommy issues one is cold and bitter needs to get laid but at the end of the day you know they left the taxi or he left the taxi and you know that wasn't the last time we saw them last time we saw them they were in um darcy's office yeah and she was telling them, you guys better become besties because you need to come up with something if not your ass is grasped. Right. And <laughs> um, and uh, and yeah, uh, can I be honest? As I was reading, I don't see Gabrielle Union as this role. I don't either. I think like Tia Williams probably thought, okay, like a 50-year-old woman, mm-hmm, Hollywood, mm-hmm, and just picked Gabrielle. But I, I envision her to be someone a little bit more messier than that. I don't even think it's messy. I think it's... But again, she's acting. So I do understand a little bit. Mm-hmm. But like, because in one of the chapters, the one about her life, which was my favorite, by the way, Yeah, you learn that she's like, she's not just... I don't want to say she's not just any regular black kid, but she's (laughs) she's a Jack and Jill kid. Yes. And and Jack and Jill kids are like, you know, I'm not really sure what that means. So Jack and Jill is like this organization in the States started by like, I believe it's mostly black people. If I'm thinking of the same one, they've also accused Travis Scott from coming from this, even though he claims to be like from the hood. But like Jack and Jill, like you have to be of a certain tax bracket for your kids to be in the programs to like, it means you come from wealth and she has two parents who are doctors. Like she's not right. And she goes to an all white private school. Like she's not, she's still black, but like, it's just different. Like it kind of makes her attitude toward things 
make a little more sense. But then when I imagine Jenna, I don't imagine Gabrielle Union. Who do you imagine then? I can't imagine anybody. Okay, I thought you were going to come here with suggestions, but you just said, I cannot imagine Gabrielle Union. I cannot imagine anybody. <laughs> no, because I went through, I was like, mm, Sanai Lathan, I was like, mm, mm-hmm. no. Taraji P. Hansen, no. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Lupita Nyong'o. No. Oh, well, okay. So that's all I got. So I guess we got, we're, we're, you know, but we'll see how Gabby did. Thank you, Julia. <laughs> anyway, so when we see when we see our girl Jenna again, yeah. she is doing a Tarjay run, mm-hmm. and she's trying to get her best Tarjay pieces. Um, we don't have Tarjay here in Canada. We did when I first came to Canada. It they just closed it down because yeah. I guess like the demographic here was not really into that stuff. What really happened is whenever they oh it's the same reason why Nordstrom on the rack is closing is because mm-hmm. whenever they bring stuff here they like it's like all this stuff that I guess didn't sell in the states. So it's just like all oh, right. So yeah, it wasn't like the it wasn't their top top. Yeah, it was stuff not here. the cream of the crop, Oof. and nobody wants that obviously. No. So it never lasts. Mm. But um, yeah, we do not have Tarjay here, but I love to frequent Georges. So I imagine by Walmart. Let me tell you. <laughs> let me put y'all on. Let me put y'all on a known. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, I when I do go to the states, I I go to Target and yeah. they have fabulous stuff. There. Yeah. So I understand why Jenna Jones, our broke queen who's trying to not look broke, is out there, you know, going through the racks, finding, um, I guess, knockoffs of different jeans and tops and skirts yeah. because, you know, she's poor, but she, because she works in the fashion industry, there is a facade that you have to put in. So she has to make sure her clothes look like they came off the runway, you know, couture and whatever. And as she's doing that, she bumps into Terry and Jinx. Yeah. Um, not Monsoon. Um, <laughs> for any drag race watchers out there, <laughs> she bumps into Jinx and Terry, and she's like, "Oh my god, how are they gonna act like catch me on my poverty run right now? This is not Gucci. This is not Michael Kors. No, this is not even Champion." <laughs> and she's like trying to hide, and they're like, "Girl, we see you." I can just imagine her trying to, I think she's trying to like hide behind the pillow and then she like yeah. abandoned her cart. Yeah. But was still holding one item in her hand. And her purse was in the, in yeah. the cart. And then was, and they were just like, girl, this is not your cart. She's like, no, <laughs> it's not mine. She's like, but it's not your purse. She's like, you know what? You got me. <laughs> you found me out. Is it a crime? No. So she treats them. She's like, how about some pizza, y'all? While I tell y'all that I'm poor. <laughs> And they're like, yeah, we're poor too. So we'd also love some pizza. And they do discuss that. They're like, no, we're poor. Like my power got shut off. You know. My goodness. When, <laughs> who was, was it Jinx or Terry who was talking about how they were dressing up in the dark? Yes. Because, because their roommate. the light bill. Yeah. And she can't afford to cover it. And like, the first thing I was thinking to myself, damn, like Darcy ain't paying y'all at all. Like someone called HR. <laughs> no she's not and and on top of that it's new york and i like every time i'm reading this like the book feels like a time capsule yeah um like two time capsules actually one of darcy's i mean jenna's youth which Mm -hmm. is like the 90s Mm -hmm. (laughs) which i was not a youth in and then 
to the time capsule of the 2012 period, which I was a youth in. Yes. And it feels like, whoa, what the heck? Like, I keep getting punched back into that time period. How old were you in 2012? um, 14. (laughs) I don't remember, like, I do remember the fashions of my youth, and I don't ever want to ever. That's what I'm saying. So, Um, yeah, like, even when they're talking about, like, they're not getting paid enough of course i think the the universal thing has always been like doesn't matter the year in which someone is in new york Mm -hmm. trying to become an editor or whatever is that they're never paying you enough to live in the city of new york it is expensive to be there but i think what's also interesting especially in the last chapter of the book because when they start talking about real estate because this is a period that is of course recovered from the recession of 2008 But it's also showing us where we are now, which is like the beginning of like the real estate just is just becoming too expensive to live. The salaries are not moving. The economy is too hot. Yes. And Um, it feels like I want to go back in time. And like even them talking about. um, No, later on the chapter is when she's talking about her and Brian starting out in New York in the 90s and how real estate and print was was booming. booming. And that's what you imagine of like the 90s, like the culture that was in New York and like everything, the fashions. I mean, everything at that period was based in New York because of that. Like Sex and the City came from that. It was pretty grand. Yeah. It was pretty grand. Um, And then, you know, like everything that started off on top of the world, you end up deteriorating into, well, nothingness. (laughs) Exactly. I I also feel like like it's very expensive for them to live in the city. Of course, they're not being paid enough. And that's why a lot of us are, you know, dressing up in the dark because we can't afford the light bill. But also because of the industry they're in, they have to spend money on their clothes. They have to spend money on things yeah. so that they can come across. They like, look, everything yeah. is great. You yeah. know what I mean? It's giving recession chic. It is recession chic. Um, and so that's why, you know, shopping at Target. And then like after they have this whole discussion about, um, so I guess like, at this point when they're eating their pizza, um, Jenna's telling them, like, you know, y'all, like, I used to be a big deal, you know? She's like, yeah. spilling the beans saying, y'all, like, in the 90s is what I was doing. I was part of Darling Magazine, and everyone's just like, and they're all like, wow, like, you know, you're an icon. Yeah. What happened, girl? She's like, let's not. Let's but not she does tell that. she's just honest. She's like, I had to relocate. So yeah. I had to sell my fashions. She sold her you fashions. Know. Michael Kors will not keep you warm at night, but a blanket will. And you know how you can afford a blanket if you sell the michael kors but she's like i'm out here she's like i'm beyond thrifting i'm on fobutins.com that reminds me i gotta look up that site because why me and jinx think the same thing terry or terry terry was like is it does it look good though and what's it called again fobutins oh fobutins do you think that's real i hope so because i will be looking it up tonight um and i don't know what you're gonna find there fobutins you can make your own by just going to the Home Depot and getting red paint. It's not the same. Right. Anyway, so they do take uh, Jenna on a fashion hustler's tour, yes. which I loved. And I think it's the reality of most human beings who live like finding deals at Zara, going to yeah. your local store, doing this, people thrifting for designs that are no longer that rich people don't want anymore Absolutely. like the things that she's doing is just what most people do but then again again learning about like jenna's upbringing she's never really struggled she grew up with rich parents yeah went to a rich ass school then went to georgetown yep. from georgetown 
like got, got married got to a rich and man. He became he yeah. Blew they're up. they're which also lets you know that she's choosing to be poor. No, she's choosing no, she to is be to poor. a certain extent because if she went to Brian and said, "Let me have my half," he'll give it to her. He's offered it to her. She just she's proving the point as we find out later that yeah. like you know she'd rather go to her yes. parents' house in Virginia. Yes, and and yeah, thug it out. Yeah. Um. Um. I really like that whole shopping montage that they did. Like going to different places. I also think it's exhausting. Shopping is especially on your foot because I'm, I'm pretty sure by this time by around this time like maybe e-commerce is not as big as it is right now yes because so they would just start talking about etsy exactly that's why i felt like a time capsule i was yes. like oh my god like we're just discovering etsy yeah and she's like oh you can find stuff here close to nothing go to etsy right now <laughs> the shipping alone the shipping, <laughs> the shipping is a cost of the product it's <laughs> just like you know what i can just make it myself <laughs> I don't know how, but I, I'll find resources. Honestly, um, but yeah, so like just them going through different places. I really like that. It was nice and talking up, and then I think she was like providing them. It's, it's very community based, so like she was yes. providing them like I'll give you a feature here, I'll give you a feature yeah. there, you give me twenty percent off the jeans, yeah. this and that. And honestly, that is hustling, and I like that. It was fun. Yes, it was fun to read, and I think I just liked also like the idea of Jenna being able to close the gap. <laughs> between her generation and the one that she's working with right um like the fact that she's able to get along with jinx and terry and they're yeah. like 24 25 years old and you know it was sweet you know <clears throat> um and during this whole montage i think at towards like the end we find out that eric acts has had called jenna ursula the, the sea witch. witch while i guess they were in the office at some at one point and of course this made jenna feel damn like was it really that bad but Jenna, the whole chapter, she did talk about the fact that they had to make up and she was going yes. to be the bigger person and apologize. But um, she should. She's the eldest one. Here. <laughs> no, we need to stop cracking okay, jokes. Okay, fine. I'll stop. <laughs> no, because she's just 42. And we did we ever figure that she's out? She's 50, isn't she not? No, she's 40. She's 40? Yes. Oh, she's 40 years old, y'all. She's 40 years old. I'm sorry. She's not 50. <laughs> I, I gave her 10 years. I'm so sorry. She's, she's 40. 40 years old. Yeah. And she she still has to work with Eric. So she she leaves the girls before they can get any more into the details of her life. And she's yeah. like, this was great. Mwah, mwah, bizu, kiss, 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 kiss. <laughs> Bye, bestie. <laughs> Bye, bestie. And yeah, but the next chapter, like we said, we dive into Jenna's past. So again, she grew up with two doctor parents. Yeah. Um, she's a jack and jill kid yep. she went to a private school where she was the only black kid yep. so she kind of just faded into the back and her mom is kind of i think like a lot of moms just kind of like what's wrong with you <laughs> because yep. she didn't have a boyfriend to bring to like the jack and jill dances nope. she dressed a little quirky or what is considered she was, quirky she was her of own herself person. and yeah you know, when you're on person doing those uh tween years it's difficult it's difficult so she had to go her own way and stuff yeah and then she met elodie in at georgetown as her yeah. roommate and um and that was that was a whirlwind to read because elodie um it, i think they describe it as like when she got sucked into her orbit yeah and like she started dating bad boys and started going to parties she slipped on I think she went to a cup, one of these like house parties and she slipped yeah. on some beer and broke her ankle. It was a lot. My girl was... She said it was the first time getting bad grades as well. Yeah. But she described it as like, because when she was telling Terry and Jinx, they mm -hmm. were talking about Eric's dating life and the fact that Eric only dates girls who are close to 18. Right. Which is also concerning. But anyways, we move. Yeah. Um, 
she talked about they're like do you remember being 18 and she was like i was 14 when i was 18 because all those things that she did is because she never did them at 14 15 16 17 i got that yeah she was a good she was a goody goody two shoes i felt similarly without having to do the things that she did yeah um but yeah i don't i don't um i get it but she quickly i guess in meeting brian actually they were in a talent show together. Yeah, so the Black Student uh, Alliance, or I forgot what it was called. Were- Wait. <laughs> what? It was Black Students Alliance that did that show? So it was a talent show hosted by the Black Student okay, Alliance. Okay, not just for Black students. I guess they can't... Well, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure universities, you can't say, if you're not Black, you can't be part of the talent show. I think they say everybody's welcome, but we're host, but it's being hosted yeah. by the Black Student Alliance. <laughs> because why was Brian... Brian White... He's a Jewish kid from New York. Now, remember in the first episode we <laughs> talked about, are these people black? Yes. Because race was, like, I I don't know. Like, I was not really paying attention that much. But when they when Brian came into the pictures, I said, wait, this is a white man? Exactly. I was like, hold on. Hold one minute. Anyway, so there was a talent show that was being held by the um, Black uh, Student Alliance. I think it was called the Black Student Alliance Spring Talent Show. And, of course, you know, Jenna is into the fashions so she got a bunch of mannequins and put her little fashions on them and she was backstage i guess like waiting to be presented and she was practicing her speech and whatever anyway come in brian and brian is an r&b singer as he claimed yes he said a one-man jodeci and i rolled my eyes and i said now what the hell does that mean (laughs) and then he i think in the book they like they show what he was singing it was so corny okay but it was also like 1995 or something but still corny (laughs) and i guess from there they just like they spark a conversation and i don't know they're from i think they go on their first date or something yeah, so he basically says, if I win the tax... She thought she was going to win with her fashions. Right. And he was like, I think I'm going to win. If I win, I'll treat you to Tubes, which is their local bar yeah. on campus. And if you win or if I lose, you'll treat me. And he won. Yeah. And, like, on that first day, it's intense. Like, they're both quite pragmatic. He right. very much more than her. And they're like... He's like, let's do our 15-year plan right now. Yeah, he just took a napkin and said, yeah, let's yeah. wear it down um and she's talking about like wanting to be a big fashion designer wanting to work for darling which she ends up doing yeah um once you have kids and a family yeah and then she and he says well i want to be like a big big shot i don't know real estate developer millionaire build my mama home the mama home as as most men want and then he said i want you yeah let's get together (laughs) if y'all see hannah's face right now Okay. mind you we already know how this story I ends know. <laughs> but like still she spent half her half her life with this man so you know and like it was a cute it was a cute thing it was very direct it was very you know demanding and i kind of like that he knew what he wanted from the get-go and you know y'all they were together for 20 years and they they accomplished everything in six I'm, I'm, that's so crazy the timeline was shocking to me and i think now I started to realize how it was easy to make money in like the publishing yeah. sector as well as real estate because this man was traveling back and forth through different parts of the world, just doing this development here, being a venture capitalist here. Like he, by the time he was thirty, he was already a multimillionaire. Yeah, which is mad to me because I'm assuming at this time they were like twenty five, twenty four. Yes, crazy. 
I know, but they say they like New York at that time. Like he was part of the reason why Dumbo is Dumbo as it is right. as we know it. Like mm-hmm. it kind of makes sense because in the nineties, like especially in New York, it is a bit of a distance. But wasn't it like the seventies and the eighties when people were really burning down buildings for insurance yes, in were. the Bronx? Yeah. So really, the nineties when the beginning of all that um, gentrification starts happening. Yeah. So as he's saying it, I'm like, yeah, this is the Dumbo Jay-Z be singing about wishing he invested in. Why does he want to invest in that Dumbo so bad? It's well, because he, it's being gentrified. Yeah, he gentrified the whole place. Raised prices in the yeah. area, kicked out the black folks from the community because they can't afford to be in that area anymore. You know, you know the usual stuff, y'all. <laughs> um, So, yeah, Brian did that. So exactly. if y'all got a problem with what's going on right now, it's Brian's fault. <laughs> And yeah, and she's he's doing this, he's doing that. They own a house here, they own a house there. God, it was wow. They're I, flying here. She yeah. said she's in Paris for this. I, I think at some point in the chapter they said that, and then the next year the private jet came. Yeah, the private jet. Okay, now I don't know how she left all that. Me too. I said, girl, just stay and pretend. <laughs> no, but she's to be fair, she wanted yeah. a kid and stuff. But like, I mean, like, I would have been like, give me my half. I don't care if I could be with you without any money. Right. I want, I still want my monies. But um, <laughs> she like uh, let's let's not forget that, that Jenna was still she was also working as well. Of course, like her uh, Brian was earning way way more than she yeah. was, but she was still like a very like active person. They used to go to Donatella's birthday parties, and then you know like getting a special car from I don't know. He proposed to her at the Met Gala. Talking about Andre Leontali's watching over and saying finally, finally. Hellurst? What? shocking most of us will be lucky enough <laughs> some of us are still waiting for the balloons on the hotel bed <laughs> the, the, the pedal yes you know what i mean the, let me fly you out to freaking jamaica for yeah. whatever it's not coming is it <laughs> don't block my blessings like that no no it'll, it'll happen it'll happen for you i believe it i believe it <clears throat> <laughs> but um, but um what yeah. happened is what happens for most women in long-term relationships mm-hmm. is she found herself losing herself to please him yeah. suddenly the eclectic way that she dressed wasn't interesting and now she wanted him she she was catering to how he thinks she knew he liked she yeah. started to wear she stopped talking about the things she liked she started trying to speak you know, finance because mm-hmm. that's something he cared about. Mm-hmm. And it felt like nothing that she was doing was, you know, translating as good. And she even stopped watching 24. Crazy. <laughs> because it made him anxious, which is crazy. I would just watch it when he, it's, he's not there. But I guess she was committed to making sure this man stays and is happy with her. She but just, he wasn't happy. No. I don't but think you know, he cared. Try. But she says that she's like, you know, once I was the apple of his eye and suddenly money is. And you know, money is the root of all evil, which is why I believe billionaires should give it to me so I can protect them. Right. From so you the can protect evil. them from exactly. The evil. So you yeah. are going to be our main protector. Yes. You, Odilia. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah, and she changed the way she looked and everything. And there's just one thing that really added a riff in their relationship, and that is her wanting to have children. And get married. And get married. So he proposed to her to to what? To just give her something. Because he did that that stuff that some people like to do. Just like, okay, let me just give her what she wants. But I'm not going to plan this wedding. You know? It was basically a 10-year engagement. I feel like there's a movie about that. 10 year engagement or something along those lines. 
Uh, it's a five-year proposal. Five-year proposal. That movie, I'm sorry, y'all. It's funny to me. Okay, <laughs> Jason Siegel, no, Jason, homeboy from How I Met Your Mother and Emily okay. Blunt. Yeah. It's so funny. The whole premise is that he proposes to her. Right. And then she gets a job in, like, Wisconsin or something. So he has to uproot his life yeah. so that she can pursue this job. And in it, they find themselves, like, delaying the proposal and, like... Or the the, uh, the five-year engagement, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. But the wedding and their relationship seems to be, like, breaking. Nobody plays sad like that guy. Mm-hmm. He's always the loser in the relationship, and I don't know why he, like... I don't know. It pays know. well to be a loser, I guess. <laughs> I guess so, because Listen. between that and forgetting Sarah Marshall, like, I just think it's the funniest thing. That one is funny. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the first five minutes, I said, damn. <laughs> It's going to be a long journey for this one here. <laughs> for me in that movie, it's the couple, the Christian couple who's on holiday for the first time. Uh-huh. And he's like afraid to sleep with his wife and she has all these fantasies. <laughs> and every time they ask him about it in the morning, like, how's it going? And he's like a shell of himself. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, no, it's great. It's great. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's suffering. He's suffering. He's like, I can't please her. Like, <laughs> No, but it's like, you know, sometimes you need one of those stupid comedies to keep you going. But um, yeah, but eventually she's like, at what point are you going to marry me? Like, I've already done the test. She said, I'm not playing with you. She said, I I want, what did did (laughs) Tiffany say? She said, said, I want to get married. As in, I want my last name dropped. Boom. I want to have have kids. As in, my eggs cracked. I am not playing with you. Yes. (laughs) And of course, Brian's just like, I have given you everything. What more do you want? Why are you like, unhappy? I want a baby. And he's, and then she's just, and then she goes ahead and says, well, I don't care about this money. I don't care about any of this stuff. I want a child. And then he's just like, no, you care about this kind of stuff. And you know what? Jenna's like me. She's like, you really think that? You think I'm not petty enough to choose to be by myself? And that's what she did. <laughs> she, t- she packed she, she packed her Hermes briefcase, <laughs> put all her couture and Gucci in she there. She should put a lot more stuff and in there, a Basquiat or two. Outside. Um, yeah, she didn't ask for anything. Damn. Like she, that's what I'm saying. You should have taken something. You're right. The poverty was a choice. Like, damn. No, don't choose to be poor. Take something. <laughs> a sculpture. Something. Like some of his shoes. But then she sold it. She sold stuff so she can, you know, get you some You should have taken more stuff. Yeah. How about you should just ask him, can you just give me an allowance? But he's been trying to contact her and she's just like, absolutely not. Because that is like, honestly, it is rude to tell somebody who's in love with you, who you've been working with for, working on a relationship for 20 plus years, (sighs) which I think is also a problem because he was her first boyfriend, her first lover, her first everything. And I wouldn't say all that. So who's your soulmate, Eric? (laughs) Yeah. No, Eric's not soulmate. Eric is her grandchild. Please. <laughs> Sorry. I'm never, ever, ever not going to talk about the age gap, but we move. What I'm trying to say is it's like, it's hard, but I also get her because you're not going to throw in my, I'm the same way. Like you're not going to throw in my face that I'm here for money. Mm-hmm. Like why the hell would I want to be an unmarried woman with no kids when you know that's something I want because, because of a private jet, yeah. I can fly uh, business to Paris. Have a coach. Can you do coach? <laughs> I'll do better. Where are the shipping planes? You know the one? <laughs> the cargo plane? 
Yes. <laughs> Wait, you're just going to be standing? Put me in there with the Amazon packages. <laughs> no, 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 girl. Um, But yeah, so, and she's just like, you know what? I'm fed up. I feel like I, she spent half her life just trying to please this man. It's not working. She is completely depressed, distraught. She has lost herself. She doesn't know who she is. She leaves the relationship. And yeah, that was an interesting chapter. Yeah, that was my favorite one of what we had to read, uh, mm-hmm. of what we've read so far. But yeah. um. Yeah, I, I I mean, I see her point, but again, she should have taken some more things. And I think at the end of the day, like, what what I found ridiculous is like, he'd even, he was talking about, you're always talking about things you want, you want. Mm-hmm. Damn, have you ever considered nobody wants to talk about the stock market all day? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, men don't see how they literally suck your, the, the soul out of you mm. to benefit themselves. Because she went from, what he was actually saying was, she kept saying, I want a baby, I want to be married, I want this, I want that. And trying to focus on the things that she wants. So she basically went from what does Bryant want to what do I want? And that made him upset. It was like, you used to focus on me. Now you have wants and needs? How dare you? Yeah. And that is where their issues lie. I don't want to... Is Bryant a horrible person? No, I think he's just a man. Mm. Do you know who he reminds me of? And this might be just... It just means way too stereotypical. Right. Do you know in Girlfriends, Tony's man, the white guy he married... She married? Yeah, yeah. That's what's giving. Yeah. I don't like that. You know, on, and you know, we always talk about this. I'm just like, the when when you're striving to make something of your life, you know, you want that money, you want the car, you want everything. Once you get it, like, I mean, he became a multimillionaire at 30 years old. The goalpost just keeps moving and moving. Like, you're never, ever going to be satisfied. When are you ever going to be full? Like... At some point, like this private jet, it's just going to be you and your thoughts every single time. That's what I don't understand. It's like, what are you hoarding all that money for? You don't want kids. You don't want a wife. What is the money for? All you do is work. You know what? They mentioned the chapters is power. He enjoyed having that power. The I, I think they call it like financial prowess and whatever. He's yeah. a very smart man. And I think he just wanted everything to go his way. And he knows that money can make a big, big difference in making decisions in the room. That like he can shift anything he wants. And so I feel like he wanted that power over her. And she's like, how dare you have feelings? How dare you have thoughts? You know <laughs> <laughs> what, what, <laughs> what I've done for you. You ungrateful child. I'm pretty sure that's what he was thinking. And that's why he picked the next, you know, poor the reporter. Yeah. That yeah. he could find because he doesn't actually care what her, you know, ambitions are. Right. And she she says that he only acknowledged her in public as the, right. you know. He called her like the power wife. Yes, power wife. Yeah. And in power wife. But we're not really married. <laughs> like, and that's another thing. Men love to eat their cake and have it too. Why? Why, Neymar? Why? <laughs> Wait, no, hold on. I'm sorry. Do you see the correlation here? <laughs> yes, I do see the correlation. I'm just saying. There's a lot of rich celebrity. Men. She's talking about Neymar, the football player. Yeah, football player. <laughs> oh, soccer for some of y'all. It's soccer for our Americans. But yeah. like, he recently has been in the news, or mostly Brazilian or sports news, because he's he his girlfriend is pregnant right. or fiance, who he's taking time to fiance, and he really wanted a baby he's always talked about that and she's pregnant but he's still out here cheating Mm -hmm. and it just seems like he's using her as an incubator yep which is so unfortunate but like men of that stature the same thing rich and powerful like you know they don't when they play chess they play with with band you know yeah I mean? like it's all about the money it's all and he's about a known that. gambler oh uh, listen, you know he, i think all? i think he's up there with drake in the degenerate gambler phase 
but yeah they just don't see women as full human beings they just feel see them as accessories to their own life and it's almost laughable for you to be like can i have respect yeah can i have this like wait you speak (laughs) now hold on who told you to have thoughts i didn't ask for this update (laughs) what do you mean what do you mean girl just look good look exactly hold on which is why i was like bruna you should have let him marry you y'all you should have let him marry you before he put a baby in you maybe she tried then you should have left, girl. You know, you're right, because I personally, I'm part of the camp of girls who know that men are very easy to manipulate. You should just send that gaslight, gaslight girl boss. You know what I mean? Girl boss gig. At the end of the year, ring on your finger. <laughs> because and make from... sure he marries you, girl. I need to see a marriage certificate that's valid not just in Brazil, but also in the United States of America. <laughs> make sure it's valid everywhere you go. <laughs> because they're saying she has like PCOS and it was a struggle first for first of all for Aww. her to get married and his sister said that he wanted the baby like now if he wants the baby I want a ring let's put a ring on the fingers yeah like I don't know I feel like nah, you, you gotta know? chain them up I'm sorry <laughs> yeah cuff them yeah make sure they're locked in before you start doing mind stuff you though we we doing. don't only believe in monogamous relationships oh right but we think we should monogamize rich men I hundred <laughs> percent girls. We need you to do that because if not, they will play you. Even in mm-hmm. Jenna's case, is she not afraid that one day she'll want to claim her things and he'll say, but we're not married, so I'm yeah. not giving you nothing. You see how that would you for keep fiddle? me up at night. Look at you. That would be because at least when you're married, at least here in Canada, I'm gonna make sure I get my half. Yeah. Okay. And, and by that time, like you already have some sort of like legal um, yeah. advantage. Like, but is I, there common law in New York? I think there's common law everywhere. But I feel like if you're married, it makes it stronger. A little bit, yeah, it's a little bit tight because I'm just like, yeah. okay, so calm, you're married and there's no prenup. Don't sign that prenup, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, because she's talking about I, I used to sustain us with our, my I, sustain, and I was like, whoa, I'm Jenna, sorry. God put me in this world <laughs> not to be a provider. <laughs> sustain. Oh my God. She never. said when they were poor and eating Taco Bell, they used to live off of her salary. My salary. <laughs> The way I was raised, my salary is mine, okay? <laughs> if you want to have roach for dinner, you can. <laughs> be That's not even funny. So wait, so okay. you were with someone who was broke? <laughs> Listen, I'm just joking, y'all. Obviously, I just say things for the sake of saying. No, it is really funny. <laughs> no, it is funny because I'm seeing Hana. <laughs> her and her man is sitting there in different pay grades. <laughs> and she's like, mm, this thing good. What are you eating? <laughs> He said, baby, I really like this manila paper. <laughs> Got from Dollarama. Two dollars. Can you imagine? I said, steal. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I had sleep for dinner. It was yummy. Aw. All right. <laughs> Sweet dreams. I'm sorry. Obviously, like if I if, if I had a if I had a Damson Idris right beside me and I was, you know, the breadwinner. I'll be taking care of my man, my man, my wait, man. Wait, wait, wait. Damson Idris and you're the breadwinner. Do you yeah. know how much he's making on Snowfall? De- my man, my man, my man. Oh but my if there was a time when he was just, the, you know, the money cannot be liquidated. You know, something's going on with the bank and he needs me to provide. Come on, Tinder swindler. My man, my man, my man. That's how the Tinder swindler worked. Not Damson. <laughs> okay, we're talking about Damson, not that that weirdo. <laughs> anyway, I don't know where we are right now. So Sorry, y'all. We, okay, so anyway, so Jenna's trying her, she's doing her thing in New York right yeah. now. Um, so the next time that we see Jenna, she's at Terry's B-Day party. Yes, Terry's that- 26. 
Okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, I didn't even realize we got an age. She just my she was my age, so I just said, Oh, 26. So good for you, Terry. Look at you girl growing up. Anyway. That is comforting to see people around your age struggling. But anyways. You uh, know what? I didn't even clock that, but you're right. She's struggling. I'm str- well, I think she's struggling more than me because she had to she had to dress up in the dark this morning. I didn't. <laughs> I had full on lights. <laughs> Sorry. What's wrong with me? So we pray Terry gets that sorted out because I Amen. like her. But um, she is her party hosted by Darcy in this restaurant that doesn't seem the greatest. But anyways, yeah. Um, from what I gathered from that scene is essentially Jenna is making sure she makes up with Eric and that Darcy sees. But then she also has to time it before Darcy gives a blowjob to the to the owner of the bar, which is like why. <sighs> Like the opening scene, like Jenna's looking at Darcy yeah. and Darcy's like flirting with the guy and then she's just like, mm, there she goes doing her little thing. I'm just like, that's so, um, assault? Your son's here. <laughs> too. Like, what the hell? That was like, so weird let's be a lady. I don't know. Darcy, how old are you? She's, uh, you know, she's Jenna's age mate. Let me not say anything because I don't want to be ageist. But like, I guess. No, let's be ageist because none of you, I don't care if you're 20 or 40, you should not be. You shouldn't. What, what do you like to off say? With time, and time and place. Yeah, it's not me who said it's um. What's her name from? Who was fighting with um, James Charles? Um, uh, Rita. Uh, no, uh, something with a T. Yeah, Tita. Y'all remember that YouTube that YouTube influencer scandal? Tammy. Tana. James Charles did something, and then she said, "I need to speak my truth." Tati. Tati. Tati West. Something. Uh, that yeah. was the first and last time I've heard about her. I've never seen a music, a YouTube video. Right. I've never seen a product. I didn't even know she was famous. How did this happen? But anyway, <laughs> she she was talking about James Charles's thing. Yeah, and apparently he said something inappropriate. Yeah, she was like she was like, oh my god, dick and balls, time and place. You can't say this at my birthday party. <laughs> and she's right. And she's right. <laughs> that stuff you do at home, okay? Not here. Not in front of all the Versace's <laughs> and the couture. <laughs> Wearing our finest Versace, but the thing is, the people at this birthday party wearing their finest targets. Yes, they were. <laughs> they were. And then essentially, so Jenna, she mingles with um Jinx a little. Yeah, Jinx and, is having boy issues, so she's yeah. just like blowing up. Pavine, Permine, like, something like that. So yeah, Jinx is man. Um, they Permine or whatever they have. They've been on and off for like two. He sounds awful. He is awful. Like he doesn't want her to watch her her shows. Or, yeah. Or like he's he gets distracted easily. That's how it's been. So described. why don't you go to your room, sweetie? Girl, you know <laughs> what I that cannot, got to do with me? Listen, I cannot tell a a woman to like <laughs> a woman's relationship with their man. If it's like that, I don't want to intervene. I'm just like, girl, because you're, she you're even screwed. says like I don't want to drink too much. Parveen doesn't like it when I sex lucid or sexed. To be specific, like texting. Yeah, I can't say a T, but she's like, he doesn't like it when I do that lucid, and I was like, what the heck is happening here? What does he like about you? Let's start. What do you let's name about? those things? He seems like he hates you, and I feel like Jenna gives her that advice, like, don't yeah. you know? Yeah, she does. Don't be with a man who literally stifles you, right? And she's like, damn, why did I take my own advice? <laughs> yeah, and so she goes ahead and tweets that out. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, okay, let me go talk to Eric, who Terry has tried to introduce to this girl who seems a little airheaded. Yeah. Doesn't know the word. Um, what was the word? Um, 
imperative yes imperative yeah. she's like ooh, that's a big word for elmo <laughs> <laughs> she was a bimbo in every I think she was like an up and coming actress for actress, model and waitress. Yes. And right now she's working on a script with Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. She's 20 years old, but she, they said she can play 13, which is gross when you consider Nickelodeon's history. Oh, right. <laughs> Let's like mm-hmm. Dan Schneider said that to you, huh? Mm, gross. <laughs> Very gross. And uh, she like raises her voice like 15 octaves to like do some lines. Yeah. She's like, please stop. Let's move on. Right. So eventually Eric's like, yeah, it's imperative I talk to this co-worker. And she's like, all right, hit me up later. I need to give you my number. It's imperative that I give you my number. And I was like, oh, that shit back, come on, Miss Thesaurus. Learning you words. <laughs> Word of the day. Come on, Wordle. Yeah. But um, she, he goes over, she goes over to Eric and they squash their beef. And she's like, I'm sorry. You're sorry. Like, yeah, let's work this out. No more personal stuff. Yeah. And then immediately they're like, but let's talk about our dads. Um. (laughs) I think he, so the first thing that how they, so they agree, like, let's not, let's not talk about personal things because obviously like, you know, we get very, uh, we insult each other when that, when that shit comes up. Yeah. And then he says, he's just like, well, by the way, like when I first went to your office, I saw that poster of Nina May McKinley. I don't know who that old. I don't either. um, Either. I don't know either actress is but she seems to be a big theme in this particular book I, yeah I'm gonna have to look her up what I did not like I mean I guess no it's okay Eric is a film buff so I, I guess like he has an idea of like that era and stuff Yeah, but they're definitely making him come across as like he is definitely an old old soul so he can relate to our 40 yeah. year old protagonist yeah. Jenna Jones and he is yeah how old again 22 He's 22. Jenna Jones is 40 years old. <laughs> I just want y'all to know, just in case it hasn't I, locked. Personally, I'm, I myself have forgotten. Oh, you have? I, I'm choosing... <laughs> I'm choosing to move on. <laughs> right. Because what am I going to do when they really fall in love? You want me to sit there with a stone face and not giggle? Yeah, you know, age is just a number. Don't say that. Um, it sounds so gross. Uh, now I remember their age. Thanks a lot. I mean, to be honest, there's one particular part in during the reading that I totally forgot about the age, and I got and I got um I got <laughs> I got like butterflies in my stomach because that was cute. And I said, "Oh, I was like, honey, you having feelings? No." Um. Anyway, so they apologize to each other, and then they talk about that poster that um. Jenna Jones has in her in her janitor office. Uh, and they go deeper into like old Hollywood and the expressionist era. And like they definitely have a lot of, you know, connection and they're very passionate about various things. They have a lot in common, let's just say. And then they start talking about their fathers. And that yeah. was just like one was murdered, another one is you a know, perpetual cheater. A compet yes, he he cheats a lot, but then she sees her father as her hero, and so she doesn't want to like disrupt the relationship that they have so i don't think she's ever like brought it up to him i think it's more of like i know what you're doing mom knows what you're doing but we move i think most people have that relationship with their parents yeah. like you just have to like choose the things you like because they're your parents exactly so, like but I, I get what she's saying but i don't think i would have been i'm like take me that little apartment you got downtown let me see something but i would have to say something i'm saying like, how dare you <laughs> every day family <laughs> and you ruined it um but yeah, I guess 
It's it's complicated. I don't I don't want it's not black and white for sure. Yeah, but Eric's dad sounds amazing. Oh, like yeah. plays every instrument. I know. He taught him how to play the tuba, I believe. Yeah. That's like that big like horn. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I just feel bad for like little Eric finding out that his dad's like dead, the police coming to the door and stuff. I know. And yeah, and it's very like I love how she he was like, We're West Indian, like we don't do counseling, like Yeah. But it is very like, you know It's 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 common yeah. across a lot of It's just like black deal folk. with it and move on. Yeah. So Dr- and- drink some water. <laughs> drink it. some water. That depression you have, cold water. <laughs> cold water in a shower, salt. And you know what though? <laughs> Sometimes that really is all you need. A little sunlight. <laughs> I'd be like, just take a shower. You feel strong afterwards. That's what my dad would tell me. I'm just like, you're right. <laughs> now you're gaslighting yourself. No, he's right. Because <laughs> I do feel better for that night. And then, you know, it comes back the next day. And I said, what do I do now? Well, you got to shower again. <laughs> so you have to keep showering. Yeah. Wow. Um, I think the most interesting thing is when Jenna asks Eric, so tell me about your film yes okay, okay yes let's get into it because yes mm-hmm. tyler was tyler on, on perry, perry street. street that yes. was the name of this film and anybody who is anybody knows who the tyler the tyler perry production is his movies are questionable and they definitely have stereotypes of different black people in, in especially in the African American um, community. Yes, but I loved I loved his concept of his film. So essentially, um, it follows the main character Tyler, and he is an angel in like heaven, Hollywood. Yeah, and the only way for him to like grow wings or get wings is to free um, people from the black stereotype characters. Yes. Which I found it was interesting. And then once they're free, he find you find out that they're like very deep, interesting yeah. characters. Yeah. Which is like and his mom didn't has not seen it and refuses to see it because why would you make fun of the most popular black man in Hollywood? I can make fun which of Which is Well, you are not in Hollywood. Oh, you're right. <laughs> he won't hear the things that you said. He probably doesn't even care. But it makes me think there must be like a common like like everybody knows but doesn't say in Hollywood that his stuff is trash. It is trash. Because well, not all of his stuff. I'd say some of his stuff girls. I can, are tolerable. <laughs> some of his stuff are tolerable. The family like, that prays. The family that prays is tolerable. Dyra Mad Black Woman, I can take it. Um Medea's Big Happy Madea's, Family. In fact, that one is probably one of my favorite ones. Yeah. The ones I hate is like a fall from grace. Like those the ones. The most recent ones. Uh what's the I other t- one? Uh, no, I never watched it, but Acrimony. Acrimony. The one with um, jo- just not Jesse Smollett, his sister. Um, shoot, what's it called? Um, the one where she gets AIDS. Um, the black man's jazz player. No, there's also that one oh, that came out on Netflix. on Netflix, right? Where the light skinned girl had that man killed. Yeah. Oof. Um. Great. I forgot, that, I forgot that one. What's it called? The one I'm talking about is. Journey. Is her name Journey? Journey Smollett. Yeah, There's so many Smollett's. That I'm talking about now, the one from Lovecraft <laughs> Country. That's the one I'm talking about. Um, but her, yeah, and, and homeboy, Lance Gross. Lance Gross. What is it called? I don't know, but she falls okay. in love. Like, her marriage is boring, and then she cheats. And right. it's like, um, 
you know, he ends up being like a bad dude and then he becomes a little violent at the end and he ends up giving her HIV and, and like she runs a drugstore and he, he ends up marrying somebody else. But the lesson is like, don't cheat or something for women specifically, even though her man was deathly boring. Like I would have cheated too, but anyways, (laughs) like outside the atrocious wigs and like, that's where he personally sits down and writes all his, all his, that is also a crazy part because it's like, we know you don't have a writer's room because the stuff is shite maybe if you had had a writer's room some of it would be better and i think it worked in the 2000s for that time period for the productions you were doing which were mostly plays Mm -hmm. but now like it it seems almost too often that you're doing these things and it almost sounds funny you writing these characters for black women i know even though you you say it's a love story like a love letter to your mother and the women who but raised you, but like, like that. Yeah. Like, oh, I also liked I Can Do Bad by Myself with Taraji I, P. Oh, Taraji P is, I'll watch anything. She's my, bed, my, my bed, my bed. Okay, <laughs> okay you, you, you've had your fun. You've had your fun. Actually, no, Taraji P was also in the um, Acrimony. And she told Jimmy Fallon that they filmed that in three, three days. days. What movie filmed <laughs> in three days? I said, girl, were you working around the clock? You never slept. Three when do you days? learn lines? Girl, maybe it was, it, it was, I heard it's a very bad movie. So what lines were there to learn? Like what the, I would be like, Tyler, this, this is against SAG rules. Like what? It's not against SAG rules. You know, what shocked me is that when Cicely Tyson died, I read her, her autobiography and she talked about how much she loved Tyler Perry. And she talked about how she makes a decision to be part of a film. She's like, I have to feel like this was me. She's a liar. So when I saw her in Fall from Grace, I have to call my girl Cicely in heaven. Hey, Cicely. Hey, sis girl. Hey, sissy. Do you feel like that was And I don't character? mean to call Miss Cicely a liar, but you no. have to be a liar to be, to yeah. say you take your time to pick your project. Right. And then you pick a Fall from Grace. Like, and girl, it's in the title. Mm. Like I loved her in How to Get Away with Murder as, as yeah. Viola Davis's mother, yeah. but like that, a fall from grace was truly a fall from grace. Like, like it was, what? it was an awful role. And I'm so shocked the the actress he can get. Like Felicia Rashad was in that. I know. Oh my god, I totally forgot that icon was on it. Like I don't know what info he has like on these older black. Um, she threatened me. No, he threatened them. He has to be because what? He had Maya Angelou sitting on a porch talking about on this land. <laughs> With Cicely Tyson right next to her. Oh, we A-listers, you know? Like Emmy winners and stuff. Exactly. Jeez. Like we're talking about known poet, national hero, yeah. Maya Angelou. And my only thought has to be like he's relating to that generation of women. Yeah. Because that's who his audience where I watch those movies with my mom and my aunts. And they enjoy it. Yes. Especially the plays you had. Like back then you used to have the... Um, somebody would go to the plays and bootleg film them. Mm-hmm. So we had those. I didn't have an aunt hand. We would sit there and we'd watch them. So mm-hmm. that was the, how I first watched uh, Madea's Big Happy Family on mm-hmm. the play. And then I watched the movies. But like, yeah, but his stuff doesn't fit. And he doesn't realize that. Like, yeah, get a writer's... If you're not going to get a writer's room, <laughs> at least get a wig department. <laughs> Like, just you know, we have to revamp the car. We gotta do something. You're right. Give us something. But you know, all all of those plays and all those films that we criticize has granted him. He has one of the biggest Hollywood studios that people film in all the time. Because like I said, now he's gambling to get BT. Crazy. And you know, it's fitting that he gets BT because the shows he has on there are trash. Sisters, huh? What's the other one where it looks like a cult? Yeah. (laughs) 
Every time we have to watch the BET Awards, it's the like ad. torture. My God, Tyler Perry has ads all over <laughs> BET. Like, damn, whatever happened to what happened to BET? It used to be so fun. Honestly, yeah, now they just, just play Baby down. Boy every hour. And um, yikes! Why did I get married? One was pretty good. Oh, I like that. And two as well. Why did I get married? Two. No, two was not. Two was. I was there for the drama. To be honest. <laughs> Um, no, I just, I can't. But, like, yeah, I think if he just gave us some bust-down wigs, I would accept the plot. Right. But he, he won't do that, and it's really hard. But, to be honest, like you said, what he's done so far, because he knows his audience, they're yeah. going to watch regardless. Has, and I know he hears us. He, he's a chatter. Oh, absolutely. He does. But he's still able to, you know, have homes big enough to house Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. So... <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, Tyler Perry's ability is limitless. <laughs> like <laughs> what? That's scary. Very. Like anyway, let's 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 talk about that another time. Um but anyways, Eric, your play, your, yeah, your makes sense. short film is great. Yeah, Tyler on the Perry Street, I would definitely you know, if they ever bring it out, I would I want to take a look. I'd love exactly. to see that film and laugh. Um, so yeah, they talk about that, and of course, like this makes um, Jenna laugh because she's like, "That's crazy. That's that's actually incredible." And yeah. I, I liked it. I like the idea as well. I think it was very creative and very out of the box, and something that's very um, relatable to the black community as well. So Eric is probably a very talented young man. I know he is because in seven days in June, and oh yeah, because he's gonna be directing um, the uh, curse, the curse film. And y'all need to listen to our seven days in June in order to understand that reference. Okay. <laughs> um, so moving on to the next chapter. So now we are doing catch up because I think, I think at this point, um, Jenna is out and about with Billy and Elodie, her best friend mm-hmm. and Billy's do- five-year-old, 12-year-old. How old is she? She's five talking five about what old. happens when you die. Yeah. Like, okay. We just started the chapter, girl. Like, slow <laughs> down on the death questions. How about we just go? enjoy the farmer's market? How exactly. about that? Like, here, pick a trinket for your room. <laughs> but her auntie Jenna's entertaining it a little yeah. bit. And then she has to remind herself, wait, this is a five-year-old. I can't be talking about what philosophers believe. Yeah. Um, but she she's really into that. She seems like a very somber five-year-old. Like, yeah. she's just, you know... But at the same time, uh, she sees some friends from school, twins whose mom is like what I imagine is the equivalent of like Chicago PD or something. Uh, <laughs> she's what? on that show. Chicago PD. Yeah. 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 I heard Because they said it's like a drama, like a police drama. Right. So I'm thinking it's not big enough to be like Law and Orders, SVU or anything. Yeah. Something that keeps. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like Likely. criminal minds. But I think it's like Chicago PD. Is Chicago PD or 911? Shonda Rhimes? No. No? Oh, okay. That's uh, the other fire show that's connected to... But Chicago has three. There's Chicago Police, Chicago PD, and Chicago Fire. No, Chicago PD, Chicago Fire, and then Chicago, whatever the hospital show is. What is going on in Chicago? (laughs) No, let's talk about it. What is going on in Chicago? (laughs) I just... There's just so many cop fire hospital shows. In Chicago? Yes. Why Chicago? Why not Chicago? You're right. I heard stuff about Chicago, but I don't want to say anything. (laughs) Okay, girl. The only thing you know about Chicago is the bear. Okay. No. I've been to Chicago before. Oh, right. I forgot. It's fire, by the way. I've been to the west side, though. I don't know. I've not been anywhere else. But it's a nice city. A beautiful city. Very, very modern as well. Yeah, the west side. Yeah, the west side. The west The west loop of Chicago. Chicago! Okay. All right. Um. 
Um, so yeah, so LD, Billy, um, and Jenna are just, you know, chilling. So, uh, like Odilia said, May went and played with the uh, the twins and mm-hmm. from school and whatever. And so now they're just doing that whole, girl, what's going on in your life? Everybody go around in a circle. Let's talk about it. But before they even got to that, like, uh, when Billy was telling you, oh, this is the mom from, let's say, Chicago PD. She, uh, <laughs> she's on the board for the middle school. And I, I even though she's deathly boring and right. is pretentious, I need her to be friends with them so that she could possibly get into school. Like... Right. American schooling system is so strange to me. Like, you need an insider for middle school. Like, it's crazy. It makes sense because if you think about all the students that go to Ivy League, trust me, those people are not there to get the degree. Oh no, no they're no. there to network. Yeah, because the way the families are, generational families are throwing billions into those institutions. Oh yeah, go there and get married. It's time for us to visit. We're How bu- are we gonna get into Harvard? <laughs> Because now you said it's time for us to visit. I said, no, we're going to get in, girl. Why if we just frequent the places they girl, go? they take 2% of the world population into 2% of applicants? We don't have to go to the school. We just have to go frequent the school. Imagine if they saw us walking into, I don't and know, Harvard like, oh, Square. Oh, so you can't believe two black girls can go here? And so yeah, it's a. It seems like a very rigorous, very like I don't. I'm, I'm not doing all this type of type of. Process. You know what? You you just want you don't want to think big. But anyways, so as Billy, you know my kids are even gonna be happy in those schools with those stush kids. It's not about the stush, it's about the network. Like, um, we gotta move. We gotta think big, kids. Okay. But anyway, so what's happening here is Billy's telling her about this, and then uh, Jenna likes like, oh, I had a whole research on like. Uh, these schools or whatever and then mm-hmm. she like kind of like gives her friend like a like a supportive handhold because she remembers she wants kids and right. it's like a reminder of something that she technically can't have but if jenna gets her money up all she needs to do is find some sperm um <laughs> she's just sell a lot of gucci <laughs> to get a sperm back a lot of gucci listen um but yeah you're right i think um who's this who did that it was billy yeah billy's a good friend because she's like oh my god i'm so sorry i'm going on and on and on about yeah. these kids and like how hard it is to get into these schools and i know how much you want to want and it's not only it's it's only been like two years since yeah. the whole break, mental breakdown that she had oh yeah from her, yeah um from brian so it's still to me i feel like it's, it's still fresh. fresh yeah 20 um, year relationship yeah yeah i'm gonna need I'm another 20 life to get over that yeah. yeah sorry yeah it's gonna take a lifetime <laughs> um and then we go and we go to Elodie who talks about her dating life. Yeah, she's on the apps now that she slept with everybody in their inner circles. Which is crazy to me. <laughs> yeah, because you have to everybody? see those people. Yeah. Like <laughs> you have shame. I'm sorry, Elodie. Like I, I'm all I'm sex positive, girl. You know what you need to do. But time and place girl. and this particular person. <laughs> people matter like you don't you can't just be sleeping with everybody in your inner circle she just i guess she just was her inner circle in the circles she Girl, she clearly does not care that she'll see them outreach, again okay like i need you to travel to and that's what Baltimore. she's doing that's go why somewhere. she's on exactly. the apps yeah you need to go somewhere else and find those group of people i would say go to europe but i would say specifically go to south london i'm pretty sure you'll find i feel a like good that's man. A, that's something you want to do yeah, i feel like you'll find a good you man you think you're gonna london. go to south london and see dave or something yes <laughs> the moment i find time i'm gonna go beeline to south london i'm gonna say i'm here you'll Anybody be like looking for a while? You'll be like Prince Hakeem when he shows up in New York. Hello! 
F you. F you too, my friend. <laughs> You're right. But you know, I can dream and manifest. Hey, I have to think big, right? Um, time and place. Time and place. Any place. Fine. So, yeah, so that's what's going on with the Lodi. She, and she's like, maybe I should date women. I don't know. And then er- Jenna talks about how she's made up with Eric and they're still coming up with ideas and mm-hmm. she's on YouTube all the time trying to figure stuff out, but nothing seems to give for what she wants, what they think would be a successful um, series. Mm-hmm. So she's, she's just trying to figure it out essentially. And, and then um, Billy's like, actually, I know somebody like we should set you up on a double date mm-hmm. or a date with this guy. And he's like a light skinned guy who's, I don't remember what he's famous for, but he has money. He lives in Brooklyn, but he, he, he owns a very like upscale, a uh, bar or like shop. Yeah. One of, one he calls it a shop. He calls after. it a shop. Yeah. <laughs> shop a shop they emphasize the p in the book so we have to call it a shop (laughs) um and so they're just like yo like let's i want you set up i want you set set you up god my god i can't speak i want y'all to be set up because she thinks um that he's cool and they'll get along and whatever and then we find out that um the jenna used to do be a big host for parties yeah. back in the day. You know what I mean? She used to have one of those extravagant, very bougie, but very nice. We have we yeah. meet a bunch of different diverse people. Um, so she just like, mm, you know what? Let me let me let me be open minded. Set me up with this man and tell him to come tomorrow because I'm gonna host a dinner party. And she gets really excited because she sees hosting as I don't know, like part of her. What does she call it? Like it's it gives her freedom. It makes her feel better about herself, and she feels like she needs inspiration right now because she's very stumped on this web series and she can't really figure out yes. what the next big idea is gonna be. So she's like, yeah, let me just you know host a dinner party. You come along, Billy. You Elodie, uh, bring your mans if you got y'all, and I'll bring someone from work as well. So we. Can- I thought she was gonna bring Terry or Jinx Monsoon, too. but she brought Eric Bellinger. Yes, she did. No, what's his last name? Not Bellinger. That's a real person. No, I. <laughs> I was Eric. Uh, you know, that's not Eric doing. Darcy's son. Okay, so yeah, dinner party is now set to happen the following day, um, and we move on to the next chapter where it opens where Brian sends her flowers in her office yes with a card that says girl we need to speak well it didn't say go and speak but it's more like hey <laughs> congratulations by the way in this job and stuff anyway i've been please 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 say yes to the coffee stuff i need to speak to you urgently now i want to, I want to know you missed the most important part what i never wanted you to dress like chrissy teigen i don't even know who that is that brian <laughs> said that in his card yes he did <laughs> why can't you just google who chrissy teigen is <laughs> i don't know like why is he why are you purposely trying to be dumb <laughs> but i, I wonder also, what it's why are you about back in my life i feel like his homegirl's pregnant i feel like that or his dying no i think we'll go with pregnancy uh pregnancy for 100 <laughs> i think he's dying oh my god no why not no a man like that he yeah, wouldn't do that time. to me right because in seven days in june i don't want to make any spoilers for people for new listeners but People die for Dilia. <laughs> um, every day, by the way. It's crazy. Anyway, so Brian sends her flowers talking about, uh, you know, they need to speak urgently and please take up with that coffee day. But this makes um, Jenna really, really upset. So she throws the f- 
flowers into the trash and then she tears up the note. And as she's doing this, guess who Eric enters comes through? And he's like, whoa, what's going on? <laughs> and she's just like, she's she's reluctant to say anything. By this point, they're talking about their dead fathers. Well, not dead fathers. They're talking about their fathers <laughs> and like dead their father. personal life. And she's just like, listen, so this is somebody in my past. We used to be together. We're no longer together. That's that. He's yeah. like, okay, understood. I think she says... She says, beautiful flowers, wrong man, wrong, wrong time. time. Yeah, that's yeah. what she says. And, you know, Eric being the mature man that he is, he gets it immediately. Enough. I know. We can't call a 22-year-old man mature. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't care what they write in that book. Right. Anyway. Um, but so, she, yeah, she tells him about the, the dinner party. Is like, you should come and bring um, that clown you call a friend. Tim. And bring his girlfriend. Clarita. Uh, Clarita, I like Clarita personally. I like her too. She's a little out there, but you know, she's for me too. <laughs> he's like, bring Clarita. And he's like, okay, are you sure you want to bring Tim? Because Tim kind of, she's like, no, no, bring him, bring him. And then one important detail as well is that she tells him that I'm actually being set up with somebody there. Yes. And so I don't know his name or anything, but like, you know, I want to be out there. And he's just like, well, I can be your wingman. Yeah. But then... This whole conversation they're having, I know that I noticed that she was looking at his arms. He has like a tattoo on. Yeah. And like he's looking at her in her eyes, like and she's yeah. eating the Skittles. And she keeps saying, Stop noticing me. Yeah, Y'all ain't slick. So clearly there's a connection. I'm calling there. HR. And I only know that Eric is there because he wants to see who this man is and how he can oh, absolutely. fit into the situation. Absolutely. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, now we, we go to the, to the night, the nighttime, the next day, or whatever it is. Yeah, Dinner so this party. is the this is the last chapter, and right? Essentially, the first few pages where Jenna has put her foot into this. She's hot. She's found a credit card. She's she... put stuff on. She she's hired oh, for old night. caterers. You know, it's her thing. You know, she she contacts old people. Billy's yeah. this. Um, Brian's this, and says, "Hey, come cater. Hey, come serve. Hey, come whatever." Lulu, it's a lot. Lulu is the Lulu is, I think, the chef. Yeah, yeah. Who's and passing the hors and that kind of stuff. But yeah, <laughs> my thing was why Tim gets to her place and call it a slum. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about it because so the dinner party happens everything is said of course like jenna is very anxious about like the whole setup and whatever because it's her first time hosting in a long time yeah so eric is the first person to come in and followed by tim and clarita now tim <laughs> i don't know why tim is here but we bring an ascot yeah why like, like it's supposed to be like be normal, yeah. Like you, don't and that's what Eric said. He said, "Take that shit off, yeah, and act like a normal person. Don't use." Well, he used a certain word, and he was like, "Stop speaking like that." I can't oh, I think remember. Was, I think when he greeted her, he's like, "Enchanté," yeah. And then he, and then Eric's like, "Please, just like, just be a real human being for six seconds." And the only reason why Eric is upset is like, "Please don't embarrass me yeah. in front of this girl that I like." Yeah, mm-hmm. I've caught you. You're not slick. Exactly. Um. And yeah, Tim says, oh, wow, like, this place is really though, nice. But can then, we just say Clarita? Oh, yeah. Clarita's dressed in her fanciest bust-down Miami neon, stripper. He's wearing neon green or yellow, which yes. is tight on her skin. She, she thinks this is a city girl's event. This is a dinner party. Why are you dressed up like this? Like, okay, this is a family restaurant. <laughs> time and place. But, uh, <laughs> no, I like Clarita. I yeah, love her I like style. Her too. 
but she's she, a bang. She got bangs too. <laughs> that's Ooh, how you know it's 2012. Yeah. Because wasn't Nicki Minaj running around the dungeon? That's the, the exactly <laughs> what Clarita was wearing. So I know y'all have watched the Super Bass um, video. Clarita's wearing that, except she was wearing it's a dress and it's neon green with a bang. <laughs> and maybe in context. Looking like the original Black China. <laughs> Chun-Li. <laughs> um, yeah, and of course, Tim makes a comment saying that God, the in- indoors is really nice, but outside is a ghetto. No, she, he calls it a slum. No, she said, the yeah, outside is a slum. And I was like, oh my God, you're just in Brooklyn. Calm down. Right. It's okay. You be normal. Yeah. And But that's how you know they're they're rich. But right. um, yeah, and she's done a good job of decorating her place. And things seem to be going well until... Uh, Billy comes in with her man, Jay, mm-hmm. and then Homeboy comes in after. Not Homeboy, because he's like 50. What's his name? It's Jimmy his Crockett. Name is Jimmy Crockett, but I keep calling him Jimmy, Jimmy Crickets or Jimmy Crooks. I think Eric himself is like, I, I have to find a way not to call him Jiminy Cricket. Yeah. Like from uh, Pinocchio? I sure. believe so. You know, whatever you tell me, yep. I was thinking Betty Crockett, like the packets of cake. Anyways, so what is happening here is he's like, yes, I own a wine shop and I only, and I live a in a shop because sh- Eric's like, don't you want a liquor store? And he's like, no, it's a wine shop and I live in Williamsburg. It's the nicest borough in, in Brooklyn. And he'd be like, um, have you ever heard of art? What is it? Art and coffee. Arf. Arf. It's and then- coffee made, made into art. Like, like he's pretentious. He's a prick. First of all, my is. guy, you're wearing the tightest skinny jeans and Converse. He is. I think Eric says he looks like he's in One Direction, which I was like, again, right. like suddenly I'm 13 again. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine that on a 50 year old man? I don't want to. <sighs> and he's all like, Eric, you must go to Guyana. Who are you if you don't know your roots? Exactly, because both <laughs> Eric and Jimmy Cooks are Guyanese. <laughs> are Guyanese. And he's just like, oh, do you speak, speak Patois? He's just like, well, no. I understand it. Yeah. And he's like, you must kiss the ground of your ancestors. He's like, well, I'm from Brooklyn. I don't know if I really want to be kissing that ground. It's kind of dusty. Right. Um, and and then- I think... Eric gets upset that he keeps calling him son and young man. Yeah. I, I think he gets irritated by that because he's, he's always oh, in, I'm fighting. In- I'm fighting the urges. <laughs> I'm, I hate when that happens because now I'm like, oh my God, he's young. I'm fighting it. Well, he is because he notices him and says, oh, who's this young young man here? Because like, hello, we're all we're old. We're all elderly here. And then there's Not elderly. A, uh, I'm joking. <laughs> and there's a youth here. You know what I mean? It's like, who's this youth with a nice bottle of red wine? <laughs> and then Eric is like, actually, I do remember word in patois and i don't know what the word is exactly i don't want to say it wrong but he calls him a fool yeah and uh jimmy cricket does not take it well no i mean jimmy crockett but <laughs> see <laughs> anyways yeah. then jimmy cricket decides to bore every- billy and jay with real estate talks yeah. and and they're and jen is just like i don't have anything i don't know how i'm gonna own property eventually and jay's like just do this this and that then they're zooming into um what do you call it? Tim and and Eric's conversation about Zelda and shoes and their you know yeah and Jay's like I would kick both their asses at Zelda first of all yeah um and then <laughs> then Jimmy Cricket's like yes I love the youth that is why I do a silent DJ job right <laughs> he said that and I was just like now what the hell is, is a, a silent, silent DJ? DJ and I think I'm pretty sure everybody now knows what that is where yeah. you, you go to parties and give you these special headphones and y'all just be dancing while someone's DJing in your ear I guess 
I never got that. I guess that's fun. I guess that's fun for those who like it. I mean, if you like it, I love mm. it, man. I'm not going to yuck your yum. Also, why would I want a 50-year-old blasting music in my headphones? Now, if you're Idris Elba. Now, if you're Idris Elba. <laughs> <laughs> we always have exceptions. My exception is always Idris Elba. <laughs> if you're Idris because Idris Elba, like, let me tell now, y'all, he can, he can break a record, okay? <laughs> my man knows how to break a record. If he's DJing in my ear, bitch, turn that shit up. I'm like, yeah, Bosi. Bosi. Listen, he is the exception. None of this applies to him. Yeah, it is over. Anyways, what was a movie he had on Netflix where he was DJing in, in Ibiza? Yes, I liked that show. It was What's cute. It Charlie something. Charlie, yes, it was a cute moment. Oh, they yeah. didn't renew it. I no, but they, I, as soon as I no saw, I was like, oh, this is not going to get renewed. But it was a cute moment. Yeah, I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, yeah, and then eventually, uh, we zoom into uh, Elodie's conversation with Clarita. Yeah, where <laughs> Clarita <laughs> whispers in Elodie's ear, she's like, "By the way, I'm bisexual." And Lily's like, isn't your... She's like, normally don't... The girlies have shorter nails. She's like, these are clip-ons. And she's like, me and him... Me and Tim are not even serious like that. Because they're having very... Like, she's like, oh, she's like, Clarita, you smart. You know things about, yeah. like, the earth. And she's like, yeah, my, my cousin said at Thanksgiving, they'll be silent. They'll just come up with a great idea. Yeah. And I was like, Clarita... I, I like her. <laughs> I believe her. You know, those girls who don't... You know, something you're like, mm. And then one time you're like, oh... You're right, girl. You're the smart one. You're smart. You're getting overlooked. You know exactly. I mean? Um. Yeah. Love that for Elodie and Clarita flirting on the love couch somewhere in um Jenna's apartment. And then eventually, Elodie notices that um Eric is only looking at Jenna. She's speaking to yeah. Jimmy and Jane, and she goes over and she's like, "You good?" And he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Why? Like, what's up with you and Jenna?" Mm-hmm. And he's like, "We're just friends, amigos, pals, comrades." Yeah, that's you my know. homie. Homie. Mm-hmm. You know, that's my dog. That's my, you know, <laughs> that's my mother. <laughs> Too far. We must. We must have what? Stay focused. People. I am focused. We must. I am focused. But she, she, um, <laughs> that's my, that's my dog. <laughs> and he's like, okay, I hope it stays that way because the way you look at her doesn't give, you know. And he's right. like, I just think the guy's a douche. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I hope that's the only reason. Like, because a couple chapters ago, we forgot to mention when they're at the party, Terry's party. He was staring down her brazier mm-hmm. um, in her new outfit that Jinx and Terry got her. Mm-hmm. And all I'm saying is we're very close to them kissy kissing. Absolutely. I mean, well, they're ready to kiss and make out in the first no, time. No, I mean, like, for they're... real this time. Oh, sober kissing. Oh, yes. I got you. I got you. Right, right, right. Yeah, we're we're in for it. I feel like the next couple of chapters, definitely. Yeah. Because the tension is getting so strong between these two. And and they like each other too they, much. Yeah, they do. What will the conflict be? Hmm. Darcy. Yes. Darcy or Brian. And I wonder how everyone's going to react to them being together because of, like, you know, the age gap. Yeah. Which is, I'm sorry, but, like, hello. Um, <laughs> and just, like, like, I feel like, I don't know, like, He's young, so they're gonna probably. Is she taking advantage of him? Like, I wonder how that conversation is gonna go. It makes me really want to go back and reread those few lines of Seven Days in June because I feel like the age was not like, or maybe I'm dumb. The age is not a big deal then because I look at it more of like when Beyonce was dating Jay Z in the beginning. It was 
hello, let's pay attention. But now because they are, I still a pay bit attention. Older, people don't, <laughs> people don't pay attention. I'm paying attention. They're they're well known, very well liked. And no, I'm well I'm I'm still waiting. Y'all paying attention. The rest of the world, <laughs> Stevie to that bullshit. As my girl Kiki Palmer say. <laughs> um. So people don't really pay attention because now they're older. That's how I'm seeing it. And that's and uh, on that note, folks. That I is just the feel like, of... but Beyonce is like Jenna. Who else has she been with? Nobody else. Perhaps she. I, this is why I believe the LeBron rumors. I'm pretty sure they've they've had open relationships for some time. Like at this point, like listen, it makes no sense for y'all to be monogamous. It doesn't. You're traveling around the world in your private jets and singing songs and whatever. Like someone's gonna want you, and you're gonna want them back. And LeBron and his receding hairline knocked on my door. This is pre the my... receding. Okay, if LeBron and his pre receding hairline <laughs> walked on my door and it's just like, hey, like I just saw you got off tour. Like you want to say, hang? I say, yeah, LeBron, let's hang. Show me how you bounce. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, oh my. Anyway, folks, 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 that is the end of our chapters for today. Um, I am. Um, trying to adapt to the age gap here i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm no sorry. i am i also like it's am. difficult for me to see them in a romantic space when mm-hmm. i know like this is gabriel union and keith powers you know because i know the netflix movie um but i do like their connection i think it's a genuine connection they have a lot in common he seems to be a very interesting talented person i really when he talked about that tyler and the perry street i said i like you a lot like, that's really funny to Maybe me. Maybe you should like him because you're closer to his age than she is. Girl, I'm even old. <laughs> you understand? So I wouldn't even go for him. You're, you're like a child to me. Um, So like to Jenna, golly. Uh, sorry. Um, Anyway, so I'm excited to see how they progress. And I'm excited to see the conflict that's probably going to be coming in the next couple of chapters that we review as well. Anything to add, my dear friend, Rodilio? Um... This is one time that I can truly say I'm not particularly excited to see the romance. And I think that's a little unfortunate because this will be book two without real romance. (laughs) Who's keeping count? I'm keeping keeping count (laughs) because I went from Yinka struggling to get a proper date (laughs) to this questionable relationship that should be monitored by the FBI (laughs) and the TIA and the FDA (laughs) and the United Nations and CPS and like, you know, and I and I just feel like I won't enjoy it for the exact same reasons, which is that it is a very precarious gap of years between the two right and i just feel like i'm enjoying the book though in the sense that like i enjoy the characters and i find like it's an easier read because it's less trauma than seven days Mm -hmm. in june Mm -hmm. but then it becomes traumatic for me when i imagine a 22 year old boy and a 40 year old woman cohabitating and it's just I feel like I have to gaslight myself right. into liking it. Like the little things like saying he's mature for his age. Yeah. Is it mature to be into silent movies? Like, it, no. I don't like that. Like, I just don't. And what makes him mature? His own traumas from the fact that he lost his father, his yeah. mom is absent. Like, 
you know, nothing makes somebody grow up faster than life tragedies. Mm -hmm. So, like, I just, like, I still think, like I said, the first episode on this book, I think the onus is really on Tia to convince me that these two need to be together. Like with Shane and and Jean Viev, it was so easy. Be, no, but they are my OTP. We have I to can't, move forward. I can't. We, oh my God. They are my one true pair and they're endgame to me. Okay. And just like Okay, babes. You <laughs> want babes. All right. No, I'm not. Okay. It's I'm right. panicking. <laughs> you really are? Okay. But the All right. thing is <laughs> Adelia, I'm gonna have I to stop you. I just need a. I. I'm gonna stop you. The, the, and you know, on Natalie that, trying you know, to silence me. I will. We even talk about Beyonce. Um, what? <laughs> Y'all, we went to see Beyonce. Oh my god! <laughs> and it was amazing, amazing. If you've already gone to see her, you already know what it was like. That was my first concert, and it was life changing. Like top ten moments of my life. Um. And, you know, I'm only 25, so if something has to knock it off top 10, it has to really come in hot. It better be a private jet for me, let me tell you <laughs> right now. But, yeah, so Dill is right. We went to see Beyonce this past weekend in Toronto, gang gang. Um, <laughs> this is my second time seeing Beyonce, and I, I cried the first time. I cried the second time. This woman is unreal. She is not a real person. No. And I'm still on the high of, like, listening to her voice live we were not far from the stage i just i just felt her energy i felt i just felt happiness i felt i felt like nobody can break my soul how convenient that nobody could break your soul nobody could break my soul <laughs> really and you know what i've been doing right now since the concert on sunday i've been scrolling through the pictures the videos i haven't done that and like, yet i've been really like just throwing myself back into that moment and smiling to myself saying like honestly it is so good to be alive with this woman it's like I, I feel so blessed to be part of the generation that gets to see this woman do what she is so good at on stage. Yeah. And like nothing in the world can replicate that feeling that Beyonce provides this universe. And yes, I am a stan. I am. I was she performed I'd rather die young flaws and all. She performed it publicly. That woman has not performed those songs before. I'm just upset that uh, Blue did want to come to Toronto, but it's been up in Philly shaking it. I know, but Philly's not far from here. Like, I don't understand why Blue hates us, but that's okay, though. Maybe I forgive her. Homework. It's summer break. Well, I don't know Blue's schedule. Do I look like, <laughs> like I'm her nanny? Anyways, All right. it was amazing. Definitely the Michael Jackson of our time. Y'all yeah. can argue. Bring up Chris Brown if you want. Blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. Boo. Brick, brick, brick. <laughs> But yeah, but that's what we've been up to. And yeah. um, hopefully we will have, well, next week we're going to read um, back to the book. <laughs> <laughs> she forgot where she was. We're going to read chapters 50 to 21. And then we'll also let you know what our next book will be. Right. Um, next week. <laughs> yeah. Um, please, please follow us on Romantically Lit on Instagram. And on Twitter. Twitter. On TikTok. And please feel free to DM us about your different reviews or opinions on the different books that we um, share in the podcast. Um, we know we've been having some audio issues, but we are back, y'all. Please have faith in us. It's very <laughs> hard to be a small black business. 
<laughs> but support us because that's what you should do. Um. Anyway, I have nothing else to add. So um, I hope y'all have a great B week because I had a great B week. Okay. From Beyonce, and if you didn't, uh, well. Um, too bad we're better than you <laughs> no <laughs> but I hope y'all have a great week and um, we will see you next week at the same time and thank you for listening bye, bye.